0: Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with jazz clarinetist Dan Levinson of the Palomar Trio on the 2023 CD Song In Your Soul. We caught up with him about his new album. So in 1935, clarinetist and bandleader Benny Goodman began performing and recording with a trio that consisted of Teddy Wilson on piano and Gene Krupa on the drums, creating a spectacular new sound that has become a touchstone of small group jazz. Each member of this trio has been inspired by his parallel counterpart in Goodman's resulting in a magical chemistry full of creativity and excitement joined by pianist mark shane and drummer kevin dorm the band makes a very memorable album we get into this project regular gigs at birdland surviving covid and the current 20s we are all living in right now dig this interview great to catch back up at
1: the i love the album man thank you this album's wonderful and that's the thing i before we get into it you know We've lived through quite a thing with COVID. How did you get through that time period? And how good does it feel to have new music, live shows, things coming back?
2: Well, you know, it hasn't come back completely. It's not what it was for the pandemic. Um, at least not for me. Um, but I think that's the general consensus in the music community. Um, I, I, I certainly wouldn't have, um, I wouldn't have survived without the help of Friends and I didn't ever have to ask, but I had some friends that knew we wouldn't have been able to survive with no income. And we have a seven-year-old um, who depends on us. Uh, and we made it through with the help of friends. Um, we were able to, to uh, play in Central Park uh, a few days a week. And that didn't amount to much money, but it was nice to get together with some musicians and play. And, uh, of course, and, you know, now we're able to do that inside and it's, um, not what it was. Uh, and a lot of people, especially people who are more at risk, have still not come out and don't want to come out. So I don't know when, or if it'll come back. Things are very different here. Where are you? Kansas city?
1: Kansas city. Yes.
2: Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, there's, uh, it's, it feels very different. I live on Washington Square Park, and uh, the park is very different. Um, it came back almost with a vengeance in the park. People, live music, live noise, um, a lot of stuff that wasn't happening, that's not all good stuff uh, in the park. And um, I mean, it was, uh, in in a way, it was a good break, Um For me, just to get some perspective and be able to see uh, and to be able to appreciate how important it is to be around music and play good music. During the pandemic, as you may have read in the notes for the booklet, um, Mark Shane and Kevin Dorn, the two other musicians on the album, uh, and I got together at uh, Mark's place, which is upstate about an hour and a half, hour 45 minutes. So, um, and I have a car, so I, I drove ju- just to play, Mark has a, a basement uh, music room, just to, to play one, a couple of times we did a live stream from there. It was really great after, after having not played with them for so many months and having had played with both of them for, I mean, close to 25 years and then not being able to play. It really made me appreciate how good it is and how good it is to play with musicians who swing the way they do.
1: Yeah, for sure. And that's the thing about this album. There is, it swings. There's such a, there, there, there there's, there's a communication on here. That's undeniable. So how did you feel? How did the session feel and, and how did you pick the tunes? How did all of it kind of artistically come together?
2: As I said, we didn't you know we were playing together for many years and during the pandemic, mark and i um came up with tunes that we wanted to jam on when we got together in in his music room uh so we had we had some tunes from those and uh just other stuff and and mark would write to me and say oh we have to play such and such we have to do this and uh and and i added to the list and then we we'd meet up the next time and he'd say yeah I don't know how I feel about that one. So it sometimes changed from day to day, but having both of us having played music for so many years, we, we have a lot of tunes in our repertoire um, that, uh, that we like to play. And a lot of them are connected to our heroes who played them low those many years ago in uh, the 1920s, 30s, 40s, So uh, uh, such as um, Marcus is a real great fan of um, the pianist Earl Hines and yeah. uh, and I love Jimmy Noon and they worked together in Chicago in the late 1920s in a band called Jimmy Noon's Apex Club Orchestra and so some of our material like um, El Rado's Shuffle which is the name of one of the songs on the album was played um, at the El Rado Club where Jimmy Noon and Earl Hines Actually, Jimmy Noon played. I think Earl Hines had left by that point, but they they played together, and they were at the um, at, at the forefront of the jazz the jazz age and the jazz revolution in the late 1920s. First in Chicago, and and then it moved over to New York. So a lot of the stuff came from that. Um, also, un, uh, needless to say, and undeniably, the all. Adore, worship, and emulate in our own individual way the Benny Goodman small bands, mostly the the trio and the quartet, the sextet, which was later on was uh, more arranged riff tunes. But uh, they, the Benny Goodman trio and quartet could take a pop tune, then just play it if they, if they had the sheet music, uh, the publisher brought them the sheet music and. They just played the tune, and they swung on it without an arrangement. And a lot of what we call air checks, which are live broadcasts, which were recorded, preserved one way or another. And we can hear how they just took a pop tune and swung on it. And um, some of the songs that we play on the album um, come from air checks that the Benjamin Trio Quartet recorded. Um, so we didn't really do the, the more popular things, Avalon and After You Gone. Those have been recorded for decades and, and played and overplayed. And we like to, to try to find the, the to travel the, uh, to take the, the road less traveled and, and find some of those little hidden gems that need to be rediscovered and heard and should have been more popular in their day. So the material on the album comes um, from from those, Benny Goodman stuff, from Jimmy Noon, Earl Hines. There was another character in that uh, connected with Noon and Hines named Alex Hill, who was a composer and a band leader for a short time and died I think in 1937, so he didn't live very long. But uh, So Noon, Hines, Alex Hill, that's the one group of tunes that um, that our, the material on that album comes from uh, uh, delta bound is from that you know rather shuffle uh and the title the title of the album is um, the song in our soul which is um, a variation of the first song which is keep a song in your soul written by Alice Hill and uh sort of a it seemed to be thematic for me about it yeah. What what we did during the pandemic, trying to keep the music in our soul, even if it wasn't happening in in in,
1: uh, in our lives, much. So, what are you hoping ultimately the listener gets from this album? To be honest, um, <laughs>
2: not to be uh, not to selfish or inconsiderate, but we weren't really thinking about <laughs> that. Sure. We were did this for ourselves. We I. I thought of Marge and Kevin as my desert island trio. If I had to be marooned on a desert island and I could take two musicians with me, I could, in theory, in theory, be happy for the rest of my life. And we just wanted to play some tunes. Um, I, I mean, I have done albums where I thought about what would the people enjoy listening to, what songs will they recognize. There was none of that. It was a project for ourselves coming out of um, a time when we didn't have this, and it was so nice to be able to get back together and play with them. Um, what we all have in common, Kevin and Martin and I, is a, a, a real passion for uh, the, not only the swing era, but the swing. And uh, there are those who get it, and there are those who don't. Um, and I think we all, get it. We all understand each other. We all hear swing the same way. And when we play together, it's so easy. There are times when I walk off the job and I'm thinking, what was I thinking when I made the decision to become a professional musician? This is so hard. And there are other times as when I walked off the job or I've just been playing with Mark and Kevin, where it's so easy, I don't even have to think. The notes just flow out of me as if as if the muse is speaking. And I, I'm i just uh, the conduit. Um, my instrument is playing itself. And I think that's that's the goal of, of all of us. We shouldn't be in, too introspective, um, too self-conscious the music should just flow out of us. And that's what happens when I play with those guys. So we, we chose songs that would allow us to do that, that, we all liked, that we all could swing on. Uh, and and we just went in the studio and had some fun with those. It was very easy. Uh, I guess the hard part was whittling down the tune selection, which started maybe with 75 songs and we knew we had to end up with 11 or 12. and uh and how do we choose what to record and then recorded maybe uh 18 songs and 11 of them ended up on the album then we had to to decide what do we cut so so maybe we'll do a volume two at some point and put those other ones on and add to them
1: you know the one thing about we're in we're in the 20s obviously right now but when we talk about the original 20s a lot of this music that that Um, that you love and that is an influence on you. They were coming out of the Spanish flu. There was a celebration. Jazz was obviously the popular music. It was on the radio. It was in a different era, but I almost feel a little bit like right now there's a level of twenties that's going on. There's this coming out of this pandemic. There's this celebration. I find your album to be a part of that celebration with all of these releases that are coming out. Has that been anything that's kind of gone through your mind?
2: I I mean, I guess it is. Um, I don't know if it, we thought about it that way, but it's inevitable that the, the freedom to get together and play again, there are, there's certainly parallels, um, between what happened, uh, in, in the world in 1918 and 19 with the so-called Spanish flu, which by the way, didn't originate in Spain as people know, but it's right. the name that's given to it. And a lot of people died and, uh, and, and here we are again. I can't know what what it was like then. Certainly, a different experience for all of us, having to wear masks and having to. I mean, not, I was. I've always been somewhat of a germaphobe. I mean, I even before the pandemic, I always carried a bottle of hand sanitizer with me. Um, now, now I'm especially conscious of that uh, of of germs and. Um, and there's, I have a license to to be that way. And if I feel at risk, if I'm in a room um, with a lot of people, I feel I have a license to wear a mask without people being offended. Yeah. Um, that didn't answer your question. But yes, yeah, certainly there are, are parallels in, in between um, the, the epidemic a uh, century ago and, and what we did, we went through and in 2020 and 21, and they're still going through. Uh, can't know what it was like back then, but it certainly felt great to play in Central Park and to get together with my two favorite uh, musicians, the, the rhythm section of my dreams, Mark and Kevin, and, and just play on tunes and have it all flow out and feel easy and fun. And I, I wish it always felt that way. It, it always has with them. And I, I can't put it into words. All all I know is that we're on. We're speaking the same language. We're on the same wavelength. We've listened to the same records. I think that's a big part of it. Um, we are not. We're not replicating anything note for note. Um, but we all, we all have channeled our parallel counterparts in the Benny Goodman small groups. Uh, Kevin with Gene Krupa and. Mark with Teddy Wilson and me with Benny, and we speak their language. When I hear Benny Goodman play, I understand what he's saying with his instrument in a way that I don't understand when I listen to other musicians. And I I know that's true with Kevin and Mark and their respective counterparts. We're speaking the language and communicating with each other in that language, which is not often spoken these days.
1: Yeah. So what are you doing for live music? How's the year ending up? How's the year going to begin? What what's kind of on your radar?
2: Well, it's it's as I said not back to what it used to be. In December used to be a a month that I where I did a lot of Christmas uh, parties, holiday parties. I've got a couple of them. I'm I'm uh, doing one this coming Monday, most Mondays and uh, I think three uh two Two Tuesdays in December, I'm at Birdland with um, Vince Giordano and the Nighthawks, which is a band i played with for 30 years, um, yeah. specializing in big band um, jazz and dance music of the 1920s and 30s, did all the Boardwalk Empire music, and um, we're in the new film, uh, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, the film, we're on the soundtrack of that, and so we're, we're playing Mondays and some Tuesdays at Birdland, and we're at Birdland every Monday indefinitely for now. Uh, so I've got that, and a few private events and some concerts here and there. Uh, this Saturday, um, there's a re- uh, we're doing with the Nighthawks. We're doing Garrison Tillers' uh, Prairie Home Companion. It's an anniversary show. We haven't done it since he was on the air regularly. It's been been probably almost ten. 10 years, I think 2016 or something, but we used to do it fairly regularly at town hall here, the town hall here in Manhattan. And that's where we're doing it on Saturday. We're doing, it's gonna be great to get back with him. And he, uh, he and Vince have a nice rapport and our violinist Andy Stein played in the, the shoe band for many, many years. So we've got that coming up and as uh, as usual, um, January and February are are pretty empty. A few yeah. things here and there, we have Mondays, uh, but not much happens uh, during those months. We all, all, um, are go- we all go into a forced hibernation yeah. uh, in the music industry. Everything sort of builds up to, to uh, uh, right before, before Christmas, and then it, it just stops. So I've got a New Year's Eve that I do every year with my wife, uh, who's a vocalist, Molly Ryan, and uh, that's in uh, at a, uh, a senior research community in Hamden, Connecticut. We'll be there. So this and that. I, I actually I have to look at my calendar every day because it's different. Yeah. The only regular thing is that Monday at Birdland. And I, I enjoy, I've always enjoyed living that way. If, if I had to go into an office every day and do the same thing or play a show where I'm doing the same thing every night, it, it, it would kill me. Yeah. I enjoy, I enjoy the uh, the the aspect of uncertainty.
1: Absolutely, in the music industry. Yeah, well, Dan, it's great to catch up with you. Song in Our Soul is the brand new album. It's wonderful. I'm urging everyone to run out and grab this album. It's attractive. the The audio is attractive. the The cover is attractive. Everything's quality about this. So, thank you very much. And if anyone wants to pick it up or learn more about live shows or whatever's going on, how can they do that?
2: Um, well, it, it's the the label is Turtle Bay Records, so they can go to the Turtle Bay Records website and order it. It is on CD and vinyl and uh, available for streaming. This is all relatively new to me. I my first album uh, was recorded when they were still making LPs, and it never came out on LP. Never came out at all until last year. <laughs> And uh, only then because I, I made it happen. But I've always made CDs and that's it. And it's it's very interesting now that after all these years, I finally have vinyl. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, you know, I, I mean, I'm looking over here at at a a, a a huge shelf full of vinyl. And behind me, these are all 78s. Yeah. You know, I was a record collector, So I, I appreciate vinyl and shellac and all this it's very exciting also the the media that uh that that this has been released on so cd and lp and vinyl and um and streaming and it's all available uh, from turtle bay records so uh go to the turtle bay site find it and download it buy it play it on your phonograph on your patroller whatever but enjoy it and let the the swing envelop you and i hope you can feel it the way we do with that same passion and enjoyment and euphoria that comes with playing music with those
1: guys well i'm going to continue to enjoy it myself dan thank you so much sir for your time best of luck with everything i appreciate it
0: Thanks so much, Joe. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in New York City, Kansas City, and spots all over the globe giving fans all that jazz. And thanks to Dan for coming back to the show for his time and cool. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us at YouTube, and for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends.
2: Neon Jazz.